Now, recently, I visited Aina Canavan's farm just outside Doolan in County Clare. He was a very busy. He was very busy when I arrived because that morning his farm was hosting an organic farm walk with Chagas and the department. He wants to show other farmers interested in organics how his beef herd is getting on. So before the walk got underway, Aina took me to see his cattle, and as we crossed the fields, I discovered that not only was I walking across organic farmland, I was treading hallowed ground with the ghosts from festivals past at my shoulder. Now the funny thing is, I may have walked these fields before, but not in these circumstances. Uh, no, I'd say you hadn't <laughs> been in these circumstances before. You were probably here as a, an old reveller there for the Liston Varna Festival many years ago. Held right here. Yeah, held right here in this farm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking over at where the, the campsite is at the moment, but, well, it's a green field now. How long was it held here? Uh, it was held here for five years, up until yeah. 1983, so a little bit before my time now. But um, <laughs> Unfortunately, not before mine. <laughs> a cousin of hers loves... What, Joe Dolan, was it, yeah? No, Potholing. Oh, Potholing, jeez. <laughs> There's potholing up here too, you know. Yeah, um, but there was another cousin loves. Uh, Joe Dolan, yeah. Yes. yeah. A cousin of mine goes potholing. A cousin of hers loves Joe Dolan. Okay, so here we are, Brenda, looking at the herd here now. It's a, a mixture of different breeds, really. There's a, a couple of uh, short horns, there's a couple of limousines, there's a couple of charities in it. Uh, I have a few rare breed cattle as well. Yeah, they're, they're quite content here at the moment anyway when it's not raining, so hopefully they'll stay that way. So how long are you farming organically and how did you come to that decision, Aina? Uh, I started farming organically in uh, late 2017. It was always something I was interested in doing and uh, a couple of friends had told me I was basically farming organically anyway. Uh, Explain that. Just not using many chemicals as such, very few chemical inputs, a small bit of chemical fertiliser, but at the same time, I didn't really need it as much as I thought I did. When you made the decision, right, I'm going organic, was it difficult setting that up in terms of paperwork? Uh, there was quite a bit of paperwork at the start and it was all about just getting your head around it. But I did have a, a very good uh, advisor as well. I, I, I used the local vets here, Burn Vets, and I did a health plan with them because you have to do that as part of your um, organic conversion plan. But once you got all around that, it, it was fairly straightforward. It was just a case of looking at things differently and filling out forms at certain occasions. Like People often say, oh, you can't ever dose an element again now because you're organic but that's just not true at all there just might need to be a little bit more paperwork involved in it it's a two-year conversion process two years yeah Yeah. how does that work you get an inspection from uh, your organic certification body micro is organic trust and they tell you essentially the first inspection is more or less them telling you what you need to be doing and have things right uh, and then they inspect you each year after that I tell you, they're fine-looking breed, aren't they? Uh, the yeah, mix the, of them. Yeah, well, this lady's a, a, an Aubrac. She's a, she's a little bit different to all the rest uh, of them now. She does stand out, all right? So I, I'd never like to have all the same colour or anything like that. You need to have a bit of a variety, I think. So I don't know. I just like looking at them, to be honest, that way. Like, <laughs> I get too bored if they're all one colour. So. so going organic on a day-to-day basis, sure. um, what were the changes that you made to your way of doing things around the farm? Well, the main issue really is bedding and housing during the winter uh, because animals need a certain area for bedding. So you're always going to have a straw bill every year and you have to worry about mucking out cabins and things like they used to do years ago. That was the main 
thing to go through. Now, I was lucky enough that my shed was big enough anyway because it was a bigger enterprise uh, years previous. You probably saw it there as we were walking up, actually. The shed is where we're going to do some talks later on. Like, other than that, strong, kind of a strict rotational grazing plan is very important for avoiding uh, young stock picking up worms and stuff. To avoid dosing, if you leave a paddock idle for more than 25 days, any worms that are in it will die out and you can let cattle graze it again. I've tried that system for the last five years and honestly I've never had any issues with worms so it does work. When you sell your animals do you get a better price because they're organic? There is generally supposed to be a premium in organics now sometimes it's, it's not as black and white as that they do in my experience generally go the same price as conventional animals but also there isn't enough organic finishers in the market. A lot of the time I'll sell Wayland's here and possibly a conventional guy might buy them and finish them conventionally and it kind of defeats the purpose of raising them organically in the first place. But if we had organic finishers, it would break that cycle of it. So I think we do need a few more of them. Now that you're on the road here as an organic farmer, is there anything in the process that surprised you? Uh, what did surprise me, I suppose, is, is how passionate people tend to get for it. Uh, when I joined at first, I was more like, OK, yeah, the payments will be nice or whatever. But I, did, I never thought you'd get so passionate about the whole thing and you'd meet other people equally as passionate. I wasn't expecting that. That did surprise me for sure. Around 70 people were crowded into a shed on a wet day. Back to you again. This is really why um, we decided to bring acres. And John Noonan from Chagas explained who they were. So we've done a poll because we want to see what kind of what kind of people are coming here, who's interested. And I think 90% of the people that came, 95, are not in organics. And they're the people that we want to talk to because we're, we no point talking to the converted in a lot of, in a case like this. We're just walking down to one of his paddocks where we're going to talk about rush control. My name is Paul. I'm from the forestry department in Chagask, and I've been farming organically all my life, way before you were getting money for it. Everyone was left with lots to think about, and there was a great round of applause for Aina to say thank you for hosting the walk. Well, the talk is over and we've heard about everything from organic farming to forestry to mental health. And what do people think who came along? And this is Bridie Tracy. Yes. We have, we're fully organic now. We joined two, two years ago. Mm. So we got word the other day to say that we're fully organic since April. We can walk and talk, Bridie. Oh. Why did you decide to go fully organic? Well, um, yeah. we were in dairying and he was no longer able for the cows. So yeah. then we decided to get out of the cows. And the organics then was a kind of an option for us. Do you feel as, and I, I say this in the gentlest way, yeah. that both of you are, you know, getting on a oh, little yeah. bit in years, yeah, are, that yeah. organics is a better option is. for you? Oh, Can is. you explain it that is. to me, please? Well, you see, like, you're not very intensive and you can get the schemes and keep less cattle maybe bring up your income that way. The only thing was the, the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, when I saw the, f the farms in the beginning, uh, I looked at the paperwork and I said, no, no, that's not for us. But luckily enough, our daughter was doing the green cert at the time. So she was able to do the paperwork for us. You knew so. there was a reason you had her, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Since you started to farm organically, yes. has anything surprised you? Has anything taken you back to that farm that you were on when you were growing yeah, up as a child? Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of we're going back in time like where I grew up 
we were farming organically, but we didn't know it. You'd yeah. be able to give the tour the next time on I, your uh, farm, Bridie. I don't know, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Why are we here today? Oh, just to have a look to see what organic would do for my farm. I have a lot to think about. The finances sound very good in organics, but it's, it's more than just money. There is a, a lot of implications for going organic. And you really have to take your time and think about it and balance it up and see where you want to go. We have a couple here. What are your names? Julie Powell and Brendan Malloy. We're in conversion at the moment. We have a small holding in Nina, County Tipperary, and we, it's mostly a horticulture we're involved in. But we, we, because of rotation, we need something to graze off the land as well, and some of the rare breeds would sort of suit our setup. <laughs> Good to get out for the day. Yeah. yeah, this is called a date. <laughs> You'll be buying me dinner on the way home. And that was Julie and Brendan on their hot date farm walk, ending my report from Aina Canavan's farm in County Clare.